Hello and welcome back to the IO Sportscast. With me as always, I have Oli. Say hello. Hi guys. Uh, and today we're talking about the Portuguese Grand Prix, which for the first time this season wasn't a banger, wasn't an absolute classic, and was a little bit of a ball fest, if I'm honest. Yeah, it was uh, pretty, pretty mediocre compared to the first two races. I just hope we don't have... Well, probably we'll get some more like that, but I hope the rest of the season is a bit more exciting. Yeah, I mean, we you know, we weren't going to expect 23 classic races during yeah, the entire yeah. season. But yeah. when when you're talking about a double header where the second race is Spain, the hopes <laughs> really were on Portugal to give us something. Say that now, Spain will be a banging race. Won't yeah, it? I really <laughs> hope so. But it's it's Barcelona. Hey, well, they've made some made some changes, haven't they, for the track? So it's true. That's true. We'll we'll see what effects they have. Um, yeah. But yeah, this week we're talking about Portugal. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start with our ratings before we get into the details. Uh, so we're going to start with an overall race rating and then best driver, worst driver. Uh, so race rating, um, I'm going to give it a five. It it had moments where um, you know some really good overtakes happened, uh, and it's a track that allows for that. But overall, it was it was a little bit of a ball fest. Yeah, um, I'd I'd give it a four, four and a half. Um, as you said, there wasn't really many overtakes. And it was just uh, the, the same front three. Yeah, it was very much the old Formula 1 style where you had the top teams just in their own thing, then the midfield and then the back teams. Um, it's it's not really one division of Formula 1 anymore, is it? No. Um, best driver. Um, I, this was really difficult for me to pick. I've gone for Fernando Alonso just because he did come through the field fairly well. There was a couple of good overtakes. Um and he, he just drove a solid race. Uh, I'm going to give him like a seven. I don't think there's really any stand. Like like Lewis's race was was fairly good, but you expected that from Lewis Hamilton. You expected him to be there fighting for the win. You expected him to do some good overtakes. Um, but Fernando Alonso, I think he's he's not really settled down uh, into his Alpine at the minute, and I think this race was was pretty solid from him. Where where did he finish? Uh, Alonso finished P eight. Right. Um, for me, best driver, I would probably say. I just I've got for easy. I was, I've got two in my head. I've got I've Alando. Because he started, didn't he start seventh or something? Finished seventh fifth. or eighth, yeah. Yeah, he finished fifth, but he had a quiet race. Um, or or the, the normal one would just be Lewis Hamilton because obviously he's Lewis Hamilton. Um, I probably go for 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 Lewis. Um, I give him a I give him a seven. Obviously not not special. I know he did two two good overtakes on one on Verstappen and one on um, Bottas. Uh, but apart from that, he had a trouble free race and yeah. I'd give it I'd give it to Lewis. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, worst driver. I'm really struggling with. Part of me wants to give it to Mazepin because he finished so far behind Mick Schumacher, and Schumacher, for this, for, was like actually fighting with the Williams and could show off his pace. Yeah, he was, um, he was battling against Latifi, wasn't he? Yeah, and point. and beat Latifi actually overall. But I also kind of want to give it to Russell. He started P11 and had a fantastic opportunity. 
to get into the points and just kept going backwards during the race now that might he might have had an issue with, you know with the with the car or the tires just not working but it it just felt like a major disappointment um i i think i think i'm going to give it to russell Ooh, just sheerly on expect on expect like we expect Mazepin to be at the back. That that's yeah, that's do. expected, and it is disappointing. He's like over a minute behind, but Russell starting P eleven, like he's he's shown this year that that Rus that that Williams can fight, and he's just he got nothing out of that. You know, I don't look, I don't know if it's how it was set up for for Portimao or. Or what, or whether he had any issues yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the issue, what what issues he may have had. Um, I think it was just the tires just probably just didn't get going. Um, yeah. But I mean, you look at the likes of like Lando Norris and Charles Leclerc getting the absolute most and more out of their car. Like Russell in the first couple of races has been doing that. Like he was fighting with Bottas <laughs> the last had, time out. Yeah, before they had that accident. Yeah. Um, but this race, he, he just kept going backwards and. Like at one point was fighting with his teammate and losing the battle, which we've not seen that, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Russell. I'm going to give him uh, like a three and a half, maybe a four out of ten. He's just very disappointing. Just very. That's that's what's done it for me. He's, he was expected to do so well. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be different to to you. Um... I'm not going to give it to Mazepin. Um, Interesting. For once, I'm going to give it to Kimi Raikkonen. For his for his because, schoolboy school error. Yeah, for his schoolboy error because it was after I think it was wasn't it after the safety car restart. I think it was. Oh no, that is what caused the safety car, wasn't it? Uh, his his accident. Um, but yeah, it was like a the most experienced man on the on the grid, and he's made a an error you'd expect a rookie to make. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to give it to, to Kimmy just for that. Just for the mistake, I'd give him about a, f a three. I'd like to see what he'd have done if he hadn't have... If he'd have done... If he hadn't have had that accident, I'd have probably give it to, to Mazepin. Um, but obviously, the name didn't finish. So, uh, for me, it's got to be it's got to be Kimmy. Well, um, let's actually stay with Kimmy. Uh, given, yeah, that was the end of lap one, start of lap two when that uh, incident that happened. So it's let's start there. Last last time out with the Russell Bottas incident, uh, we claimed we said it was a racing incident, um, and and while we different we, we dif while we disagreed about you know percentages of who's were at fault, yeah. we were sort of saying Bottas played a part in it. So I'm going to throw mm -hmm. the question out: Did Giovinazzi play a part in this one, or was it just Raikkonen not getting out of the way? <sighs> I think it was just just Raikkonen and not getting out not getting out of the rain time because they're all, they're all obviously it's the start of the race they're all pretty close by pretty close to each other um, and I think he was just like trying to get in his slipstream and then pull out cause car but he didn't pull out far enough and he obviously broke his broke his front wing yeah uh, wasn't but I just wasn't he an incident. wasn't he on the left hand side of the track like wasn't he right up against the edge of the track like, I no don't think I think he, he was like he was like in the mid, like, in the middle-ish, and then obviously Kimi pulled out 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Kim, yeah, Kim, yeah, Kimmy pulled out and onto the left, but I don't think Kimmy could have gone any yeah, further. Yeah, yeah. So at that I think point, he might have been able to go a little bit further. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, without without watching. I've, again, yeah, I've only seen it a couple of times. Um, yeah, I only saw the race re- the race replays of it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Um, I was in my head. I'm trying to remember whether, you know, did Giovinazzi start coming off to the left to, to fend Kimmy off? As well, I don't think so. I don't think he did. I think he was in the stream of whoever was in front of him, and, he, and obviously Kimi was in Geo's stream. Yeah, um, and then he just pulled out. E- either way, you've got to say that the the option for Kimi there was to break, <laughs> regardless yeah. of whether he goes left or right. Could, if he could, just slows down, yeah, yeah. Well, after that incident, there was a lot of debris on the track. Uh, full safety car was called, and uh, initially the safety car went through the pit lane for a couple of laps. Um, yeah. Around oh, it's lap four, five, the safety car had been out two or three laps, and then the safety car was allowed to use a straight again, um, which I thought was interesting because if the safety car is using the straight, then it must be fairly clear. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's what the commentators were saying is, you know, why are we not going racing if it's clear for them to to travel through um but then there was um some radio for lewis hamilton now, i watched the f1 tv stream not the sky sports stream so while i oh, caught no. the commentary there might have been different radio going on so i don't know if you heard this right. but lewis hamilton got a message saying that there's still debris on the left side of the track for the restart which suggests to me that they knew that there was going to be debris still on the track so my question is, why did the safety car then start going down the pit lane? And at what point does Michael Massey say having debris near the side of the track is safe? And at what point is it dangerous? Yeah. It just depends how big the bit of debris was. If it's little tiny bits of carbon fibre that you can't pick up, then if it's but obviously I'd understand it, but we don't know yeah. how big the, the bits of debris were. There could have been little, little tiny pieces. Yeah, I'm 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 assuming that the vast majority of the big pieces got picked up. Like half his front, half of Kimmy's front wing was trapped under his car. So I'm assuming they've got that. Yeah, the other the other half, it went flying in the air, didn't it? You did, yeah. yeah. Onto the track, so they'll move that. But it's just all the little pieces they probably couldn't pick up or sweep up or whatever. Um, yeah. But weird, it was a weird one when when they went through the pits and then obviously they went onto the straight and I was like why aren't they restarting it then it, it did feel like there was a lap or two extra that they didn't need yeah um, but having said that if we restarted straight away and there was an accident on debris we'd have been like properly screaming at Michael Massey for allowing yeah, exactly. them to, to restart yeah so you know when they went through the pit lane mm. would they have been able to stop if they wanted to because they were going through the pit lane uh, good question. I don't know. I I don't see why because I don't. I didn't hear anything saying the pit lane was closed, so I don't see why you wouldn't stop, and you wouldn't have gained much time compared to if the if the safety car had just gone out to the normal track. Anyway, yeah, like they're still going fairly. They're still going slow, so you you wouldn't have gained that much more time. Um, yeah, I don't. I I don't see why they couldn't. But I also don't know if there's a rule against that. Yeah, that's why I, I didn't. I, I didn't know. That's why I asked. Um, I just thought. I just, I just thought I'd ask. Cause I know you can normally, if it was, 
it is an interesting actually it's an interesting thing because uh, that would be a, a decent way to get rid of like having to do an extra like if you know we had this discussion in the safety car is um, how do we get lap cars round to the back of the grid faster mm. now obviously we're saying the fairest way is for them to do the extra lap for fuel and things like that and t uh, tyre wear you want yeah. them to actually do the extra lap but if it's if the cars were going through the pit lane and a team say George Russell was running in you know P2 because you know positionally because of the safety car but he's actually 17th yeah, yeah. but he's just second on track if and Williams the pit lane, they could yeah if they, exactly exactly if they just if they just held him in the pit box and then released him he's at the back of the track so then what then what happens he's in position but he's not technically yeah. unlapped himself yeah, yeah, it could raise quite an interesting question. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I I'd like to see someone try that. <laughs> just, yeah. just be curious to see how they handle that. Um, yeah, exactly. See what happens. But we did eventually get restarted. Yep. And it was a... Uh, Bottas was leaving it late. Uh, Bottas okay. left it... Cause the, 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 the safety car was in as we were coming around the last corner. Obviously, you go up the little hill. And it was as we were on the last corner. It was green. Yeah, Bottas left it fairly late. Go till the till the line. Um, I don't think he left it. I don't know if he left it right to the last minute because it sort of caught Lewis out. So, I assume that Lewis. Overtaken by Max. Yeah, yeah. I think Lewis might have thought, "Oh, he's really, really taking this to the line," um, but then didn't. Um, and Max got past Lewis. And there was a little moment of joy for me there. Like I'm a Lewis fan. I'm not a Max Verstappen fan. But I was just like, yeah, finally, <laughs> he's got past Lewis, and there's actually yeah. a chance now that he could go on for bigger and better Catch things. Yeah. yeah. Um. He had Perez. After his Perez was really struggling at the start, but he uh, he got to P4, and then you were like, this is actually like a two-team battle now. Um, yeah, exactly. And the, and the strategy thing comes in, like, because recently it's still been two Mercedes and one Red Bull. Um, but actually, now now you've got like four cars fighting it out at the top. Of course, that didn't happen, and within like two or three laps, the top three had got a five second gap to Perez as well, which uh, yeah, was crazy. Um, but and then that like, one was catching. Well, the lap. Yeah, the 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 lap after I'm gonna jump in is uh, that Norris then got past Perez, and I thought that was just a normal overtake until four laps later, and Perez is down on the pit uh, on the team radio saying that Lando went through track limits to overtake him. Now I I know there's a delay between when the drivers say a radio message and when it gets played out to TV yeah, yeah. but four laps gap is not normal I don't think no surely Perez was actually on the blower straight away um, and eventually I think it's three, it took another couple of laps but eventually um, Lando did give him back the place or Perez overtook him normally I didn't actually see the move happen I think I think Perez overtook him normally by the looks of things um but Perez got the spot back, and there wasn't anything done 
um, for Norris. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a bit of strange that it wasn't even investigated. There was no response really from the team about it. It was just a bit, a bit of a strange one. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a bit weird because they didn't really make out of it, as you said. They didn't really like. There's no investigation, or they didn't really bring it up after that that radio message, and then it was just just one of them things. Yeah, but it was. It's typical Red Bull, isn't it? Straight on as soon as all 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 bad happens, they're straight on for. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't blame them. Directors and you're like... When you're talking about a, a title battle that is going to be this close... Yeah. You 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 know, Red Bull are going to need to take every single decision up a level as, as fast as they can. It, I know, but I mean, like, you don't see other teams, like, doing what Red Bull do. Like, as soon as something happens, always, you know, something like, boom, within a nanosecond, he's on radio to his team. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those strange ones where... Maybe they're just getting it aired more often. I'm sure all of the teams are actually in communications with the race director much more than we hear. Um, yeah. It's a bit like in football when there's any sort of slightly incorrect decision. All the coaches and managers are straight to the fourth official complaining. Um, yeah, yeah. Like that happens several times during the game, but we, d- we don't actually see every single occasion. So mm. I'm, I'm sure Mercedes are on the... <laughs> Around it as well. Um, yeah, but most of the time, nine times it, out of ten, it's, it's mainly Red Bull. That but it's Red from. Bull that you, you hear from, yeah. Um, but they would definitely have uh, been looking at uh, something untoward when uh, Lewis managed to get past Verstappen. Obviously, nothing happened. Verstappen just lost ground coming out of turn fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, um, he was in front one, and then he had a little bit of a, he had a bit of a, a bit of a slide. Yeah, just lost a bit of grip. Of and then Hamilton was like, "See you later." S- straight down, down the straight, close enough, and uh, oh, fantastic move! But actually, right both Lewis, both Lewis's overtakes around the outside were were pretty damn good. The Bottas, the bo- the water Bottas was better. Was, when he hung it around the outside yeah, of turn one, it was it was very nice. Uh, we'll get onto that in a minute. Well, he's not gonna, when, he, when he overtook him, I was like, he's not going to, he's not going to keep it on track. But he just, yeah, he did feel like he's just going to run, <laughs> run off at turn two, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lewis got past Max uh, into P two, and there was a, a gap that formed. Uh, it was a two or three second gap, uh, and I was hoping that Max was just playing it safe. Lewis got very close to Valtteri, and there was a little bit of tussling going on and I was thinking actually if, if I was in that position that Max was in let them battle it out <laughs> and if they crash you just pick the pieces up you just thread the needle yeah, when, exactly. when they take each other out um, he was far enough yeah. back that uh, he wasn't getting too much dirty air so he could save his tyres and he was still in striking mm. distance but he was close enough that he was still going to get a tow down the main straight um, so I think that was just safe driving from Max I don't think there was it was necessarily that the Mercedes were two seconds faster. Yeah. Um, he, did, he, did, he did all right, did Max. Yeah, I think I think he played, a, uh, he played a safe race, but that's that's what you needed, you know. When um when it was clear that he wasn't going to be able to catch Valtteri, it was hold on for P two, and then he had his mistake, and then it was just get as much out of it as you can. 
Yeah, finish as high up as possible. Yeah. When Lewis over took him, he just shot off towards Valtteri then, didn't he? Like, had Valtteri in his, uh, in his sights. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, once yeah, Lewis, once Lewis got past Max, there was a, a little bit of a breathing period for Max. Um, which was the correct way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, a similar sort of time, uh, Yuki Tsunoda was already given a, a, two track limit warnings um, and his team were on the on the radio to him saying enough on the track limits. Um, yeah, that was, that was early on that as well. That was it? very early on and that's the set, it, I can't remember if it's the second race in a row or if it's the second race this season. I think in Imola he was the, he was at track limits a lot, a lot of the time. Um, he ended yeah, up getting a penalty um, in the end. Uh, this race, I don't think he actually got the penalty, but I, I don't know what it. I don't know if it's just inexperience. I don't know if it's um, not quite understanding where truck limits are. But you would assume that your third race of the career, if you've just come off a race where you've got penalty for truck limits, that you are gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be on the black tarmac the entire race. Yeah. Um. That does make me question it. whether he's having to try a little too hard and he's just not quite in control of his uh, Alpha Tauri. Yeah. Um, not only that, but they do get told about track limits, don't they, at the start of the race weekend? Yeah. Like, oh, these, yeah. Are, these are what they be. I mean, they even Max, the at the end, at the end of the race, even Max fell foul of that. He, he was like, oh, I didn't know they were checking for turn 14. Limits. But they were, they were checking on weekend. Yeah. Um it seems a little bit strange that Max didn't know that. I think I think they were enforcing it in more 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 corners than us. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they've had it for like fourteen but not many not they didn't many not many of them went wide at fourteen. Yeah, a lot went um, wide at uh, turn four. Turn four. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like they'll have had it in place but they wouldn't have had to use it as much as in other places. Yeah. So. Well, let's skip forward a few uh, a few laps to uh, probably the move of the race and Lewis Hamilton going round the outside of Valtteri Bottas in at turn one. Just. Oh yeah. Oh, that was, what when a I saw that, move. I started cheering. I was going to say because I'm a massive Lewis fan. Um, I have been since he first started. Um, but yeah, it was. A, I saw it. I was like, when he went round the outside, I thought he's not gonna. He's not gonna keep that on track with that amount of speed that he took into that first turn I thought he's going to either go wide or he's going to end up spinning it or something yeah. but then he just held it all the way around and I was like oh, he's just very well held yeah it was a, it was a lovely move um, I, I mean while we want Lewis to do well like we're British we're fans of British drivers we want the British drivers yeah. to do well um as a Formula One fan, when you see Lewis get past Valtteri, you're like, "Well, that's game. That's may as well switch <laughs> off now." Yeah. Um, especially when a lap later, Lewis has already got like a second and a half, two second lead. Uh, that just felt. That felt like the moment where actually, the casual fan should have switched off. Yeah, and then and then the typical typical Lewis came out saying, "Oh, my tires are shot," and then he just started pumping him fast to his lap again. 
It's like, oh, I just come up with different different words to use now. Yeah, so, I mean, I yeah, he pumped in. He's coming up with, with different things. I was like, ah. Oh. He pumped right, in two or three fastest laps on shop tyres. Yeah, he's definitely got some sort of code word with Bono for each race. You know, because there's like tyres actually dead and wanting teams to think his tyres are dead. Um, I'm sure there's some yeah. there's something going on there because it happens so often that there's a call four or five laps before they actually die where he suddenly starts setting almost like this is another word for hammer time you've got five laps and then they're going to die and come in um, yeah now right call, it'll, it'll be yeah easy, now he didn't actually come in until like lap 37 38 somewhere around there so actually he ended up doing yeah. another almost another 20 laps you know, 18, 20 laps after he got past Valtteri. Yeah, um, so, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that could could have been. It could have just been, I'm unhappy with how the car is set up right now. I don't know why he couldn't just yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, he's really sorry. He's playing playing mind games with, with the other teams because. Yeah. They could all hear everyone's radios, can't they? So. That's true. Like, that's true. He'll know. He'll probably know what'll be broadcasted and what won't be broadcasted. So, yeah, there was um, that was the sort of the start of the uh, the pit windows, uh, for the guys on softs. Um, science, I think, was the first, and the likes of uh, Oris, Knock On, Vettel, uh, Giovinazzi, Giovinazzi, Gasly, all sort of came in around the same sort of lap times, and uh. It was just then just just jostling for position while the pits sorted themselves out. Uh, there's a radio message from uh, Valtteri's team to say that he wasn't safe to Perez. That should uh, Perez pit if, there, if there's oh, a safety, safety car. car yeah. Um, I just nothing happened in that little middle section really. There's, there were there yeah. were a few a few little overtakes. I think the only move. Uh, around this time that was of any note was Leclerc getting past Sainz for P9 which on the replay looked looked like Sainz just gave in so I think there might have been a call for Leclerc to go through um, Sainz definitely did not have the pace that race uh, again a bit like Russell I don't know whether that was a just a setup thing or his tyres just didn't work but Leclerc definitely had the pace um, and if and if that was a, a legit overtake on science, that's really worrying. That I understand why science wouldn't put put up a fight necessarily in that situation, but like that was just so easy. Yeah, it was. Um, do you think? Do you think there was a team call that went on? Probably, probably if the player's faster, you're gonna you, you're gonna it's just like with Ricardo and Norris and Imola. Norris knew he was faster, and they, they swapped him around. But yeah, I reckon I reckon there was because um, where did where did Sainz finish in the end? Was it like eighth or something? P eleven. P eleven. Yeah. Wow, I thought he finished in the points. Uh, Leclerc finished. Leclerc finished P six. Ah right, yeah. There was something somewhere going on, probably team team orders or something like that. But yeah. I don't know. They had a good. Cause they've, they've had a good start of Ferrari so far this season. Yeah, they've had a very strong start for. And they had for Ferrari. 
Go on. Two double point finishes. Yep. And then all the seeds. Yeah, yeah, but spearheaded very much by Leclerc, he is definitely getting yeah. a phenomenal amount out of that car. Yeah, well, probably because he's he's been in that car longer than Science. Obviously, Science is new to. Probably still getting, still getting used to it a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure in time Science will become uh, maybe not equal in performance, but definitely no, yeah, obvious an obvious teammate, second man. Uh, yeah. I would have just I would have just liked Science to go there and just have a very strong start. And at the minute, it's it's not quite happening. A bit like Daniel Ricciardo yeah. at McLaren. Um, I'm sure I'm sure by the time we get to the likes of Austria and Britain. That you know, it'll all be yeah, sorted. Like a few races in, yeah, they'll be. They'll probably get. And, and science's home races. Science's home race is coming up next, next week, week. So, you know, that's of of all the races to actually start having a good good set of results. Yeah, you want it to be at your home race, don't you? Yeah, uh, it, it will be interesting to see this time next week if we're talking about <laughs> whether science and Leclerc were fighting for the best of the rest or whether. Science is fighting for the last of the points as he was this race. Perez had an interesting strategy in all this. He's plan A plus yeah, 10. He went, he went long. Well long. Um, I was like, why did he pick? Didn't he pick like lap 50 something? He came in. Lap he? 51. I was like, what are they doing keeping him out so long? Yeah, so well. He had a massive gap, didn't he? He, he did. He had a massive gap to Lewis because obviously Lewis, Max, and Bottas all pitted before him. Yeah, and then he had like a massive gap, and then I was watching the sector times, and they were just plummeting. And yeah, like, so he's really catching before he even pits. That radio message of Plan A plus ten came at lap forty-five, which is six, seven laps after Hamilton and Bottas pitted. Maybe, yeah. even, maybe even eight laps actually on Bottas. Yeah. Um, so you know you got to think that actually. Let's let's assume that they did pit when they when they went on lap ten lap. Plan A plus ten. That would have still put Perez pitting four laps after Lewis Hamilton. You know, on plan if that plan A is correct, yeah. which still feels very strange. You know, considering the race that they were having, like he he was there in P four. He was the second guy. He could have played as part of the strategy. He wasn't actually too far back to to be out of the equation. No, um, but by leaving him out that long, they were sacrificing him for going for fastest lap. Like that, that I don't understand quite what happened there with the that's, strategy. Yeah, that's what, that's Re- why they fitted him in it for fastest lap. Yeah, but Red Bull got that wrong. In my in my opinion, they they should have just put it in um, with Plan A as they were expecting to do at the start of the race. Yeah, just after Lewis and Max and Valtteri. Yeah, but yeah, he was good. Well, we know, we know, we know. Perez is good at getting the best out of his tyres. He's probably the one of the best. Oh, absolutely, he's the top absolutely. Three on the grid of saving his tyres, isn't he? But I was thinking they've got to pit him soon, otherwise he'll get disqualified for not pitting. <laughs> and I was like, he's going out for so long. I was like, he was going out for like the last five laps, and then just pitting. But yeah, it was. But then Lewis was catching him either way, and then he. As Lewis was like a few seconds behind him, they brought him in, then didn't they? Then Lewis yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they left him out for quite a long time. 
he uh, actually got to the point where Perez was in the lead of the race and uh, running around getting blue flags from against the uh, the bat markers, which uh, Nikita Mazepin seemed to just not want to move. Um, yeah, he, he five went through blue flags. Five yeah. blue flags, and then uh, and then moved out of the way and didn't move out of the way in the best best points on the track. Like it feels like. He he just didn't uh, help himself at all. He definitely compounded the issue, not just with Perez, but with other uh, guys as they were coming oh, through yeah, to lap him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was under investigation for it, and very quickly was given a five-second penalty five <laughs> for ignoring like... blue flags. I, I'm I'm just going to assume from inexperience in the, in Formula One, he panicked and thought he had a bigger gap. Um, what he did, but. Even so, he's not racing anyone. He's a minute behind his no. teammate at the back of the field. He's not going to lose out if he does just, at the very first blue flag, pull over move and let him through. Yeah. So not only that, but his yeah. team should have been telling him to move out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I um, have to have a fantastic race engineer with Mick Schumacher. Like that, I, if you listen to some of the... Radio. He's so calm, isn't he? He's so he's calm, exactly, isn't he? calm, collected, very verbose about what he wants. You know the point he's trying to get across, um, yeah. uh, which is fantastic. And I think for, for young drivers, that's brilliant. Um, they uh, need that calm in front, don't they? Not? Yeah. I seriously wonder whether Nikita could do with that voice versus the engineer he's got. The engineer at the minute. It seems like Hassi's engineer is. The, the, I, I don't know the names, I'm really sorry but Mick's engineer is the cool, calm, collected guy um, but it sounds like, you know, we know your problem is going to get sorted, this is what's going on, and it's sort of like leading you through it Yeah. whereas Nikita's engineer has been very much like, it's a mistake it's okay, you keep playing kid you know it, yeah. it doesn't feel like it, actually things are going to get solved, <laughs> it feels like he's just like a substitute teacher just trying to get through the day. Yeah, just trying to get through the lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Nikita, Nikita got his penalty for the for the incident with Perez. Um, Bottas was losing power. I I don't yeah, think, was. I don't I don't know what happened with that. Um, it was a sensor that he just that had come up somewhere. Yeah, some yeah. Kind of sensor, got, and then he just defaulted it. And I've just, written down exhaust temperature fine. sensor. Uh, yeah. So at the start of qualifying. Uh, Bottas had to have his gearbox removed so they could fix a sensor and then they had to rebuild the gearbox and it was very close on whether he'd get out for Q1 Ooh. I wonder if it's the same sensors that are causing him an issue um, I will say however Mercedes seem to have started sorting out the issues they had in testing um yeah, that this is the room. first. They had a few years ago, didn't they? Yeah, this is like... the first track where actually rear instability, with the wind and the undulations of the track, like if they hadn't have figured it out, they'd have been like spinning left, right, and centre. And it feels like actually they've got on top of it. They know what the issues are. Um, I heard that they brought a couple of minor aero tweaks to the package for this this race, mm. and just. Just maybe we're starting to see the the old Mercedes, the old Mercedes, Mercedes of last year, the old Mercedes, <laughs> the yeah, the dominant Mercedes yeah. that we know, 
starting yeah, to creep that's back what in. Martin, that's what that's what Martin Dundell was saying. He's like, we've seen the, they've brought since Barry doing a lot better and then getting rid of all the gremlins and then we're starting to see the yeah last year's Mercedes come back and I'm like, I kind of hope not, but I kind of hope we do at the same time. But and then he mentioned that <laughs> they've got a proper good Red Bull as well. That's that's probably why. Yeah, no Red Bull. Red Bull are definitely uh, up there this year. I, I do wonder how long they're going to retain that. Is it like is it that Mercedes haven't been on form? Um, I guess obviously as the season goes on, we'll we'll understand just how close the two teams are. But yeah. at the minute, it does seem like Mercedes are firing about ninety ninety five percent. And and the scary thing is that Lewis has already got two wins <laughs> and second place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I hope we get a, a close season as well. I hope it comes down to the to the wire. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we all want to see it. I think from a from a constructor's point of view, I I think I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think Mercedes have almost got that sealed. Um, I, d- I just don't see Red Bull overtaking Mercedes as a constructors. Definitely in the drivers, I think it could be close enough, uh, given how close the cars are. Not just for between first and second, but between third and fourth as well. Um, particularly when you throw in the fact that Perez has not had great results so far. Bottas had his accident with Russell, so they're, you know, that they're actually behind Lando Norris in the standings. You know. Oh, that's. that's... <laughs> So I was like, go on, Lando. To be fair, Lando's results have been third, fourth, third, and fifth. Yeah. So far. Yeah, yeah. And if you can keep that up, then. That's the thing is, you've got. You would expect Lewis and Max to be fighting out for the title, and then you'd expect Valtteri and Sergio for third and fourth. But if those guys are dropping points, and Lando can keep consistent, and uh, Charles Leclerc can keep consistent. Yeah. They're. You know that that battle for third, fourth in the championship is is definitely a four way fight. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, because the, the the top two is nailed on. It's going to be either it's going to be Lewis and Verstappen. Yeah, top two. Which is nice. Um, it's, it's nice to know that it's not going to be Lewis and Valtteri. <laughs> yeah, I think this Valtteri's worst start to the season. So it it was be. it was after two races. I don't know if it is after three, but it definitely yeah after two races was his worst start. While he's been at Mercedes, yeah. Because didn't he score like? What was it? Where did he come in the first race? Uh, third with fastest lap. So he had sixteen points after two races. Yeah, he had sixteen points after two races. Mad. Yeah. Well, the end of this race was very much just down to fastest lap. The Red Bull had sacrificed Perez. Perez came in um, a few laps later, set a fastest lap of a 20.6, which actually wasn't that fast compared to what Hamilton had done previously at a 20.9. Yeah, he was on 3.10 soft, wasn't he? Yeah. And Hamilton was on hard and uh, Perez was on Yeah, and then uh, Mercedes then saw that and they pitted, <laughs> they pitted Bottas. Um, Bottas then went faster. Max came in and... Uh, there was a question at that point: if Max is coming in, should Lewis come in? And he, uh, the radio he was. He said that, didn't he, on the radio? Yeah. 
uh, was, do you want to come in? Well, no, you say Max came in. Lewis said, should we? I think Bono then said, it's always worth a try. So, and then he just stayed out because it was like lap 65 when that came up. I was like, you're going to come in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, sh- I'm assuming it. there's a delay on the pit radio. That, that, that Max coming in, you know, Lewis had time then. It was like two or three laps before that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Lewis had time to come in. Uh, who knows? Um, maybe in the Mercedes debrief video we'll find out just what actually went on. But he didn't come in and, and it was down between Bottas and Verstappen. And at that point, I was like, oh, great. So Max is going to get the extra point. Uh, how wrong was I? Exactly. <laughs> I, off him, I was right for about I don't know about five seconds. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he did. He uh, Bottas put in an, uh, a nineteen eight point nineteen point eight six nine. Verstappen put in a nineteen point eight four nine. So two hundredths of a second faster. Which is yeah, and then he went wide at turn fourteen, didn't he? Or something like that. Yeah, and then yeah, like track fourteen um, was when he got it deleted, and he didn't know until uh, Paul De- Paul DeResta was talking to him. Yeah. Um. So all for naught in the end. Um. I think Max will be fairly happy with P two. Uh, you know, he was never really in a position to win the race. But you've got to say what no. what could have been, you know, he could have easily dropped back uh, when Lewis overtook him. He was in P3. It, that could have been it. He, he, you know, he could have been P3 and, and nowhere near. Um, but classic Bottas starting on pole and, and only <laughs> and just getting a podium. I saw a stat before the start of the race. That Ham- Hamilton has won his last three races starting from second. Yeah, Hamilton loves He's starting P2. Three, three. He's now and four and four, four, and four yeah. which is uh, crazy. So Lewis Hamilton can either start on pole, as he qualifies win. so well, uh, and win, or he can start P two and give Bottas a bit of faint hope, and win. Start P three, give whoever's on the front row faint hope, and still end up winning. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean he's just an unbelievable driver. Like there's some crazy. St- he start, probably start at the back and he'd probably end up winning. Some crazy stuff. I mean, he's done it from like 14th before, 15th before. Um, yeah, a few years back. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the record he's ever done. But yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, just a, an overall. The race was, was it had its moments, but those moments were around the safety car and the sort of the reshuffling of the order yeah. afterwards. There's a little I bit of more safety cars. Yeah, I mean, Red Bull wanted more safety cars. They were really, really wanting a second safety car. I was, I was actually like, you know, Nikita, now's your time. You're just not in the race. Yeah. Just put it in a wall. I mean, so I was looking down. Um, I was on the F1 app at the end of the race just to write down the standings of where things were, so I didn't have to look them up for this. And yeah. it shows you, you know, the last, the most recent lap time. And if it's the fastest lap of that driver's race, it comes up in green because it's their personal fastest. Yeah. Nikita Mazepin's last lap was his personal fastest, and it was a twenty-three-six. Just to put Jesus that, just Christ. to put that into some context. Uh, Bottas did at eighteen-six, didn't he? Bottas's first lap after the safety car was the fastest lap at the time, was a twenty-three-five, with full t- with a full fuel load. 
So his his fastest lap after the safety car was faster than Mazepin's fastest lap of the race. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus whips. Um There's no hope. <laughs> but yeah. Who knows? Uh looking forward, we've got Spanish Grand Prix next week. Um Raw Seek this week, isn't it? <laughs> um what are your predictions for the Spanish Grand Prix? Oh, right, okay, so I'm, I'm going to do a qualifier prediction, top three, and then I'm going to do a top three race prediction. Okay, dope. Uh, so my top three quality, uh, I think it'll be Hamilton on pole, second, and I'm going to say Perez third, Bottas, and then Bottas in fourth. So, sorry, I missed I missed your second. So Lewis on pole, Verstappen, Verstappen, Verstappen. second, Perez third. Perez third. Interesting. In um, I am gonna, I, I, yeah, I think Lewis is gonna get pole position. Um, I'm really umming and ahhing about how well the Red Bulls are gonna go. Um, just because this this does seem like a track that they suffer with stability. Um, but having said that, the aero changes this season seem to have helped them rather than Mercedes. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna Ooh. say I'm gonna say Lewis first, Perez second, oh Verstappen third. Oh In terms of the race, who have you got as your podium? Podium <sighs> Hamilton to win it. Um yep. Verstappen and Perez. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Verstappen wins. There's Ooh. something about Spain. I don't know. The Mercedes thing. Spain, it's, he does, yeah. Fair. And the Mercedes at Spain always feels a little bit weird on the race. Uh, so Verstappen win, Lewis second, and Valtteri third. That's... So the same podium. We've had for the past million the cl- years. <laughs> the classic... <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, but compared to my um to my qualifying, like that three is is yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's a good mixed up. I reckon if if it's Perez and Verstappen and Hamilton on the podium, obviously not in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if Bottas has a bad race, I reckon Lando might finish fourth. Yeah, I mean Lando's just on form this season, isn't he? Well, I think that sums it up for the Portuguese Grand Prix. Um, Ollie, it's been a pleasure as per usual. Thank you. Um, should we spice things up? Should, should you do the socials this time? Yeah, I will. Uh, so, follow us on our socials. We have uh, Twitter and Instagram at IO Sportscast. And we also have a Facebook page where you can uh, check us out. It's IO Sportscast on Facebook. Uh, not only that, but make sure you check all our other videos out um, that we've done in the past we've done videos on the European Super League uh, on safety cars with Formula 1 and obviously the other races that we've had and if you have enjoyed make sure you like and subscribe um, comment down below what you want us to what episodes you want us to do in future and um, if we get any good ideas we'll uh, we might implement them 
and uh, yeah give us a follow on uh, twitter and, uh, and instagram thank you very much and, and if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast make sure to follow us there it's been really interesting seeing all the different followers from different parts of the world um but yeah get in contact with us on social media leave a comment down below like we want to hear from you guys we want to know what uh, what you want to hear from us in the future ollie thanks so much man it's been a pleasure um goodbye anytime goodbye <laughs>